I would like to thank everybody for tuning in to the National Four-Time Award-winning POET Radio. This is your award-winning Voices Behind the Pen. We are here each and every Monday night, 9 Eastern, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific. Just make sure you guys check your local time zones so you guys can be on the line with us. So on this nice, cold Monday night. It's cold here in Chicago. I don't know if it's cold with you. You guys are. But it's cold here. I'm sitting here up under the warm little heat, chilling out. What's going on with everybody? How everybody doing? Brother Oh, what's going on, man? You good? I'm good, Nina. How are you? Huh? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. That's good. You sound like you smiling, like you sitting down smiling from ear to ear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's chilly. It's down in Indianapolis where I am. Mm. It's gonna be chilly down here too. So y'all brought that cold down here. <laughs> so how did so? So I'm glad. So this this is what I need from you. Two things. First of all, I want to know how was the um your listening party, and I need you to please give me the information. For you, so I can find your CD and listen to it. I don't know where to go, and I forgot the name of it. So please, if you can, provide me with that information. I'll gladly appreciate it. Oh, the CD is actually I put it on Spotify, and uh, I got the, the is a posted uh, brother old the Chronicles of Living Mills on Spotify. You can go directly to it. And if you don't have an account on Spotify, you Create, use your email address and a care the password you're choosing. And uh, to take you directly to it. Got all the tracks on there. And this uh, part here at the hospital is very receptive. And I gave a copy of the CD to my parents. They loved it. They they really liked it. Uh, they said they're looking, looking forward to hearing one recorded at a real-life studio. So they loved it. Oh, did you say the name of it is Brother O? What else is What's the name of Brother O? What? The Chronicles of the Living Miracle. The Chronicles of the Living Miracle. Got it. Got it. Because I want to go, go support you and, and listen to it. Yeah. Okay, so everybody yeah. online, everybody online, y'all heard this straight from Brother O. Go check out his CD on Spotify, The Chron- Brother O, The Chronicles of the Living Miracle. I like that title. Cool thing. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So, guys, uh, huh? Oh, I thought somebody was trying to say something. Yeah, so, yeah, so let's uh support that, guys. Um, Yeah, so my week has been wonderful. Uh, it is, huh. So uh, the last couple of days been kind of hard for me. I don't had like a total of six deaths in my family within the past two months. And it's like, wow. You know what I mean? It's like enough already. Like, man, the enemy, please go sit down and get your hands off my family, man. So past few months, man, really kind of hard. The past few weeks, man, I get that the past few, but the past few days have been really hard for me, y'all. And, um, just when I just was just like, like, you know, enough already. A couple of people came up to me and just, 
gave me some words of encouragement. I ain't going to lie to kind of boosted my spirits back up. Because sometimes the encourager needs encouragement. And sometimes it's okay to say you're not okay. And I keep preaching that to other people. I had to say it to myself. It's okay for me to say I wasn't okay. But, uh, yeah, I'm cool now, y'all. It's, it's back down. My battery back fully charged. It's going down. I'm ready to get it cracking. I got a big show to do this weekend coming up, man. At a cemetery. I ain't never spoke at a cemetery, y'all. So it's going to be kind of weird and creepy. But I guess I'm going to try my best. I'm going to pray first before I do it. But I, God, gonna, he, 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 it's, it's going to be good. Anyway, let's get to why we're here, guys, which is you guys, the callers. And we are going to start off with the host, Steve Brown, like we do each and every week. Where me and Brother O, you know, kick the, break the ice, kick the show off. And, uh, yeah, that's what we do every week. So without further ado. Wait, wait a minute, man. You got a, you got a third co-host uh, or, or a second co-host on here tonight. Oh, yeah. Ah! Oh, my God. So this is my long-lost brother, guys, because he's just been missing in action for the past few weeks. <laughs> Act like he ain't got no sister or nothing. But um, this is the CEO and the founder of Poet Radio. Poet, uh, just everything poet. This is the CEO and the founder of uh, Mr. Black Ice himself on the line. What's going on, man? You all right? Well, you know, this is a special show for me because this show is dedicated to our brother Amin Ra tonight. And uh, we're going to have a lot of callers call in and to just, you know, express how they felt about the brother's impact, you know, on their lives and on spoken word. And uh, I am looking forward, you know, to this show. When I got the news, I was actually in the Bahamas. Um, I started getting a lot of text messages Sunday morning, and um, the first call was from uh, Amaraz and my first music mentor, which is uh, Sax Preacher. And I texted him back, and I was like, hey, you know, Brother Minister, what's going on? He was like, Amaraz passed this morning. Shortly after that, I got a call by Dub C's, and then I started getting stuff, and uh, I called niece, and she said, Unk, he gone. You know, at the time when I spoke to my niece's daughter, his body was still at the house, you know, and um, they were just, you know, getting themselves together and just, you know, embracing one another. You know, um, you know, a part of us knew that it was coming eventually, but we just didn't know that that day would be the day. You know, the brother had a lot of fight in him. He never gave up. He was an inspiration to us all, the way he handled things and the way he fought it. And his last uh, radio interview was right here on Voices Behind the Pins. And his last show was um, the Kings and Queens of Poetry. And his last poetry appearance was at the National Spoken Word Award. So, you know, uh, we have that connection here, you know, with poet and and what we doing, and I'm glad to say that we honored that brother and gave him his flowers while he was alive and while he could smell it. So let's go ahead and kick this show off with the speed round. I'll jump in, um, I guess, at 2. Uh, if you're going to close out, Nina, at 3, or, you know, just give us the order, and then let's go ahead and go to the phone lines. Uh, we will have his daughter on the call tonight as well. She's going to call in. And, um, you know, it's important for her to know how we felt about her father and how the community felt about our father, too. Yeah, I, I am so sorry for not acknowledging that. I am so sorry. Everybody, please pardon the pardon the body. I didn't mean to do that. That's, um, that's what you got a team for. You know, we all got each other's back. <laughs> 
Yeah, I've been knowing uh, uh, Amin Ra for over 20 years, and the whole time that I've known him, he's always just just been nothing but great. He just everything about him been nothing but great. I remember one time when it was dead winter. I'm talking about winter. I had a car that was about to clunk out. But, baby, we made it from the south side to the west side. It was just me and him. We was the only performers at the, at my open mic that I had at the time. It was a crowded place, but we were the only two performers there. And we put on a concert like we were some celebrities. And it just, I, it just like little memories like that. I was glad to share the stage with him on the Queens and Kings of Poetry at the Daily Center and, and you know, things like that recently. And like I said, he's just always been amazing. So we all love him. And when he just got out of brain surgery and came on here on this show to perform for all of us, that just meant the world to me, man. I don't care. I, it just it, it just meant the world to me. So to me, he go down as one of the greats in history. That's that's what he is to me. So, yeah. So, guys, let's kick the show out. We're going to dedicate tonight to Amin Ron. Let's kick it off. So we're going to the order. Um, We can do meet, um. Brother O first, me, and then you, uh, Black Eyes, close us out, you know, after the uh, speed round. All right, let's go, y'all. Let's go, Brother O. It made me want to holler. Good brothers died way before their charge. It made me want to holler. They leave me here left and right. This just ain't fair. No, man. This just ain't fair. God, I need you to... Hear me out for a minute. I definitely need an answer to this question. While my good brothers down before their time, you may see me laughing and smiling on the outside, but my heart is heavy on the inside. Guys, just don't understand this at all. Why are all my good brothers dying before their time? I've lost so many good brothers and shed so many tears over the years. Every single day on the local news, and on social media, I hear countless stories of good brothers being systematically cut down their primary lives and die prematurely. We attended more funerals than weddings, birthday parties, and graduations. These brothers won't be the first. In tragedy, they won't be the last to die before their time. Innocent bystanders hit by straight bullets and senseless drive-bys, killed over stupid arguments, murdered by trigger-happy police, and used by them as target practice. Victims of strokes, heart attacks, diabetes, and high blood pressure because of their choices and poor choices in diet and lack of exercise. They're victims of various types of cancers because of smoking cigarettes, drinking heavy liquor, exposed to air pollution over many years. Victims of HIV and AIDS because of sleeping with multiple partners and sharing needles. Victims of freak accidents, victims of sudden death, victims of suicide, here one day, gone the next. Nine months of birth, one minute to death. God, why is this happening to all my good brothers all across this land? It's breaking my heart that some my good brothers I came up with, leaving here, just, leaving here left and right, leaving sons, daughters, and grandchildren behind, not having their fathers and grandfathers around to raise them, being behind parents, siblings, and other relatives and friends to grieve their losses. Maybe we want to holler good brothers down before their time. They maybe want to holler. They didn't even hear that right. Yeah, maybe want to holler and throw up both my hands. 
I lost so many good brothers and shed so many tears over the years. God, it just don't seem right. However, I just want to know why all my good brothers dying way before their time. That's in peace, King Amin Ra. That's at peace. The hand that he uses to caress her was the same hand that he used to pull the trigger to blow her brains out. The finger that he put the rings on was the same finger that he stuck up in the air when he said, fuck you to her. He said that she was gay and that she was cheating on him with both sexes. All her emails and texts were filled with messages from them. So he felt like, wow, he was away that she forgot about him. So he plotted on her. And just when she put down her God, he shot her as if she was a dog in the street. She was known and loved by many poets. Did anybody ever wonder what happened after all of the Google searches and the Facebook posts have faded away? Has anybody ever thought about calling her family today, volunteering to take her baby to school, buy him a birthday cake? Or does everyone hide behind the tape, the, the fake smile, and just assume that everybody is okay? So, Lord, I pray that people would intervene when you think something ain't right. Be nosy when it counts. Gossip when it matters. Because that poem that sounded so good because of the punchlines in her piece was actually a cry out for peace in her life. This man who proudly announced her to the world as his wife was threatening her life behind closed doors. She left her soul on stage and put her heart in the mic. But we were too busy clapping and yelling instead of asking her, was she all right? So ask yourself, do you think that maybe she will be alive today if we would have cared enough to go over to her house and invade her privacy enough to catch this man in the act. Rest in peace, my sister. God will seek your justice at the pearly gate, and he will take away you. He will take you in his arms and protect you. Even though this guy that was supposed to protect you cowardly took his own life and to make it seem like a murder-suicide, but in the end, Justice came to you in the midnight hour, my friend, because God spared him his life just so he can put him away and give him the ultimate price, life in prison. Because if he was unhappy about you as his wife, he could have divorced you. If he took your life away, if he took your life so if he took your life away from you, then I went to visit him and gave him a message from you and told him that she forgave you for what you've done. Now my friend's soul can rest in peace. Now because her God has her with him and she's smiling down on me. And she was two months pregnant when she passed away. Oh, and it was your baby. And that's that peace. Everyone with the listening ear of my voice, do me a favor, close your eyes for one moment and think of this. What if today was your last day? 
Who would you say and who would you call? Would you pull out that cell phone, look at all the contacts inside and call them all, or would there just be a select few? Question is, family, what would you do? Who would be of importance to you this one day? And who would you want to remain by your side these last few hours that you're alive? And who haven't you spoken to for years? That maybe said something or did something hurtful to you that caused a lot of hurt, pain, and tears. Better yet, who would you forgive these last few hours? Could you survive and live with all the resentment bottled up inside of you? Maybe your mother abandoned you. Or maybe your father was a deadbeat dad, but for this last day, could you call him up just to say that I love you? And would it matter to you whether or not your boo was faithful or true? And would the little petty things that you were going through in your relationship mean that much to you if today was your last day? Would you pray and ask for forgiveness and try to right the wrongs of yesterday? See, the point I'm trying to make is why wait until you're staring at the casket or in the funeral procession? I'm asking all of you all tonight to count your blessings and clean the slate. Make that phone call today. Say your I love yous and find forgiveness in your heart because tomorrow might just be too late. Besides, how can we pray every day and ask for forgiveness when you can't even forgive your own brother? Your mother, your father, your sister, or yes, I said it, even your own mother. Family, look, here's the truth. See, forgiveness ain't meant to benefit him, and forgiveness ain't meant to benefit them, but forgiveness is meant to benefit you. I don't think y'all get it. See, either we're going to practice what we preach or we're going to be hypocrites. Bring me my flowers while I'm alive. Write me my poems. Do your tribute. Sing me my songs while I'm alive. Family, look, prioritize your life. Matter of fact, do this. Tonight, when you get off of voices behind the pens, take time and write yourself down a list. Put it on the refrigerator to remind you of what's important. Everything else, deal with at your own risk. Because every day of life, we get a second chance to do things right, to experience a little peace, joy, and laughter. And if tonight was truly the last night of your life, most of the shit that you're complaining about right now really wouldn't even matter. Everyone. And I mean everyone within listening ear of my voice. Do me a favor, close your eyes for one moment and think about this. What if today was your last day? Black ice. Peace. Guys, that was a whole thing around. You heard from uh, Brother O. You heard from myself, Nina Purple. And that's uh, our founder and CEO of Poet Radio and Poet Organization, Mr. Black Ice himself. So, man, RIP, man. Rest, rest in peace, rest in peace, rest in peace, Amin Ra, man. He, he, he meant a lot to a, to a lot of people, man. He touched so many lives. So we're going to get to why we are here, which is you guys, the callers, the callers, the callers. First caller on the line, we're going to get to you, 773-960. State your name and where you're calling from. Hey, Nina, before we do that, we're going to bring my niece on the line first, um, and then we'll get to that call and make sure we get that caller's number. That caller's going to be second. But let's bring Amara's daughter on the line, my niece. Uh, Shahara, where you at? 
Hello. Hey, niece. Hey, hey, Aunt Calm. Hi, everybody. I want to say peace and blessings to all. Peace and blessings to all. Um, I also want to thank you, Aunt, for having me on. This is but an honor. Um, an honor also and a kind of like a little bit of pain, but I am my father's daughter. Throughout this whole journey, I always told my father, we don't bend, we don't fold, we rise to the occasion. So tonight, I am going to rise to whatever occasion that the Almighty Creator is putting on my heart to rise to. I want to thank you all, first and foremost, for honoring my father. My father, we lost a real one. There's never, ever going to be anyone like my father. I, I just would like, and I'm not saying that because he is my father. I'm saying that because the genuine person that he was, there is not too many people out here. Yes, he was a cold person on the pen. He would step to any mic and set it on fire. That's who he was. But my father was not only a poet, he was a humanitarian, he was a human being, he was a, he was a warrior out in here in the streets, saving lives. You know, he, he did amongst everything, you know, and my father, you know, fought to fought until there was no more to fight for. I will let everybody know that I am always and forever grateful to God for what he did for my father. My father went peacefully. He went in his sleep. It's something that I pray for. Being a daughter and, and watching your father, someone you came from, you know, deteriorate in front of your eyes is one of the most hurtful it seems that a person can feel. But my father also taught me about transitioning into the next life. He taught me that yeah. we only carry the shell. We are not this shell once we leave. So once we transition, we are un, of omnipresence. presence. We are one with God. So my father is here with me. He's here with you. He's, he's able to be everything that he needed to be for the almighty creator at this point in time. So I am at peace. My heart is at peace with that. And I, I understand that, you know, the pain and everything that my father was going through, no man can cure that. There's only one thing, and it's only one person that could or one being can cure that, and that was God. And God set him for, to go home on a bright Sunday morning. So I am thankful yeah. for that. A very bright you Sunday know, I, morning, no I, rain, uh, no clouds. I talked to go your ahead. dad about, I want to say about three, three and a half weeks ago, and he was like, Ice, man, this pain. He told me, he said, Ice, this pain is unbearable. He said, the chemo is fighting against the pain pills. So he was like, so the pain pills are not even as effective as they could be because the chemo is taking out some of the potency of that. And he was like, sometimes I'm, I'm just balled up in a fetal position with so much pain. So just like you said, he was in pain. And we, you're right, we did watch him, you know, sort of like, you know, deteriorate physically. But let me tell you something about that brother's mind. That brother was just as feisty, just as sharp, just as argumentative, just as, uh, you know, vocal as he ever was. And, he, and that's one thing that I love about him. I was like, look, man, we just going to agree to disagree. <laughs> so my, my, father we, had, my father had a fear, a fear of the cancer erasing things. So I would yeah. ask him to repeat poems back to me. I would ask him yeah. to, 
I would ask him to say, you know, things, the things like what he remember about my childhood. And I'm like, Father, you're still there. You still got it. You know, my dad was a stubborn person to his core. And when I tell you to his core, that's what got, got him his will. You understand what I'm saying? As I watched someone, like, literally, I don't know if you guys know that we only had so much time for him to decide on whether to take a tumor yeah. out of his brain. It was yeah. that short of a time. Like, they didn't give us time. We, they, woke, they had him in there. They woke us up the next day, and it was like it was time to go to surgery. So I did what I always did with my father. We prayed. We listened to God. We surrendered everything to God. So when I tell you I know where my father is, he's with the almighty creator. My father said after his surgery, when he was having his brain surgery, when he woke up, he said to us, he said, I was in a deep dream, and I was in a dream where they woke me and they played nothing but drums, and my ancestors were around me playing drums around me. He said, Shahara, it was real. It was, I was there. So I understand that there is another place beyond here. And I believe and know in my heart that that's where my father is. You understand what I'm saying? When these look, we got a lot of callers on the line. I want you to just sit back and just hold on for one moment. Let's get these callers on the line. Y'all, we got a lot of callers on the line. So callers, Again, we're celebrating the life of our brother king of poetry, godfather of poetry, Amin Ra, who passed away on October the 11th or 12th. Which one was it? No, sir. It was the 9th. Oh, yeah. Okay. It was October, Sunday, October the 9th. Oh, okay. So um, let's go ahead and bring on our callers, guys. And um, again, we have his daughter online. If you want to say something to her, definitely do that. And if you want to spit a poem, you can definitely do that. Nina Purple Rain, let's go. All right. Uh, first caller, we're going to get to 773-960. State your name where you're calling from. 773-960. How do I get on? I'm sorry. You are on. Special name where you call oh. from. Hi, this Nigga, motherfucker. Hello? Uh, what do you mean? Oh yeah. Seven seven three nine six zero, state your name and where you calling from? Hello, this Daryl Real from Gary, Indiana. Are this Daryl Real Deal, 773960? No. That ain't my number. Oh, okay. All right. I'm trying to get 773960. But Daryl, since you on, how you doing? What's going on? Oh, I'm doing all right. You know, I can wait. I can wait till y'all get around to me. I'm just here and want to... Say something about my boy, man. You know. Go ahead. Um, the floor of the mic is yours. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Floor of the mic is yours. Oh, okay. Well, first, um, the poem I was gonna do was I want to praise God for having him in my life, for having a poet friend like him. He was a hell of a poet, and the brother outdressed me. I thought I was a bad dresser, man. But when he came, he came suited up. Suited 
suited up, outbeat no matter what I had on. He was suited up, man. Every time I seen him, he suited up. Last time I seen him was at um, the National Award, but we did a show at the um, Dusabu, I mean, um, the Daily Pleasure. Yeah. And he had on the hat that I wanted. I had on blue and white. He had on blue and white. But he had on a blue and white hat. I even took the hat off his head. Said, "Man, I, that's the hat I need, man." You know. And um, the man was a, he was a bad dresser, just man. That's why I idolized him. He dressed his ass off. He, you know, we we did many shows together. He was a hell of a poet, and that was, I was just heartbroken. When he, um, when I heard of his passing, but I was glad that I shared the stage with him many times, and I want to keep praising God for having him in my life. And um, so the poem I was gonna do was, um, you know, I must always praise God. You know, so I'm gonna always praise God. I mean, no matter what I do, no matter what type of negative things in life that I'm going through. No matter if I'm without a job or don't even have a dime. No matter if I'm homeless and hungry all the time. No matter if I'm locked up in jail with nothing or little to eat. No matter if I'm without transportation and have to get around on my feet. But I'm still going to praise God because I know what he can do. See, I know he's not just a weight maker but a deliverer too. I know when the praises go up, then the blessings come down. So I know it's just a matter of time before mine come around. So even if I'm in a hospital sick and almost close to death, I'm still going to praise my God as long as I got breath. And that's that peace, and I praise God for knowing somebody like Armand, you know, and I'm sure. Amen. Let me ask you a question. Do your number, is your number start with 219? Yeah, 219. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got you. All right, so you won't have to go to that one again. Yeah. So let's do this, Nina. Um, let's let's hold the feedback um, tonight and just try and try to get all the callers on and um, uh, get niece back on at some point in time after uh, so many callers, so we can okay. you know go back and talk to her as well. But I'm going to go ahead and turn it back over to you. Okay. Okay, thank you, Daryl. The real deal for calling me and God bless you. We're real go deal. Eight three two four three three eight two two four three two four three three. Oh, that's your number. Okay, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Let me get myself together. Okay, next call two six seven six seven eight. Two six seven six seven eight. Say your name. Where you calling from? Okay, going once, going twice. They must not be on there. Okay, let's, make let's, sure try guys... seven, seven, let's try 773960. And then, Jackie, what you can do is put in the text message. Make sure you check your text messages, Nina. Uh, put in a text message who's out to 773960. But let's go to 773960. Okay, 773960. Say your name where you're I sure will. This is Queen Deborah once again. I hope I don't get disconnected. Um, hey, Queen. Hello, Black Eyes. How are you? Hey, Nina. How everybody? First of all, I want to say. Yeah. Look, before you First start all, talking, let 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 me say who this person is um, to me before she starts talking. This is the sister that brought me on the poetry scene. Now, y'all know Strawberry Taylor is the one who brought me into spoken word. But this sister is the one who brought me 
in the poetry scene. She said, Black Ice, she came up to my store. She said, I'm going to take you to 22nd in Michigan. Uh, I think it was Jazz and Java at that particular time. And this sister was the first person to actually bring me on the poetry scene. And niece, this is the sister I was telling you about yesterday, Queen DeBoer, her and her sister, who um, definitely um, supported Amin Ra. And uh, she's like, well, I don't know all the uh, females my daddy knew, but nice to meet you ma'am nice to meet you well it was so 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 nice to meet you and also my prayers went out to you but i i just want to say to you that uh your dad was a great friend of mine um not just a poet but not also a fighter like myself uh i got diagnosed with the breast cancer in 2019 he was going through his journey and we'll go inbox each other and just build each other up. And if you're talking about stubborn, yeah, 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 but strong, strong, strong and mighty. And we'll encourage each other. And he'd be like, hey, Queen, you want to talk? And I was like, yeah, I'm feeling okay today because the chemo was tearing me up too, but we build each other. And our faith is strong, you know. And I spoke with him a couple of weeks ago. We just did a little end, end, end thing with Facebook, and, and he started speaking real strong and, and, you know, talking about, you know, um, we got this and he got this and he's not going to stop. And I remember sometimes he used to call me, he was in so much pain and I was in so much pain, but we encourage each other. And we have the faith that knowing that uh, God, God is the creator and that, that when we leave this, this earth and this body, for real, for real, we go into a higher place. And so I just want to let you guys know that, uh, and you that I love you and you stay strong. He spoke highly of you and everybody and I just I'm just so glad to be alive. You know, and um he would want us and I know he's just smiling right now like hey, that's right. <laughs> so you guys thank you so much for letting me be here and I will be seeing y'all um this week. All right. Thank you, thank you, Deborah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for those nice and kind, powerful words. Okay, so we're gonna get to the next caller, y'all. We're gonna keep it moving, keep it moving. Two six seven six seven eight. Two six seven six seven eight. State your name. Where you calling from? Two six seven six seven eight. I'm muted. Let's go to. Let's go to. Um, Three one two four eight seven, and uh, definitely check your next. text message. Three one two four eight seven is going to be next. So three one two four eight seven. Face your name. Where you calling from? Hey, what's going on, guys? This is character. Character. <laughs> what's good, <laughs> my brother? Hey, hey, man. Um, what's going uh, on? Wow, man. Um. First and foremost, let me just offer my condolences to his uh, wonderful daughter. Um, he was, uh, Armin Ra was, uh, he was in the class by himself, you know, not yeah. simply by the way he dressed, you know. Um, you're always going to remember him for the fedoras, but he was <laughs> just, a, he was just, a, um, he was just a solid guy, you know, uh, you know, everybody that I know that does poetry, everybody brings what they bring to the table. And uh, he definitely brought his own uniqueness. I think the very first time I was presented to him or heard him, the whips and chains, and 
I was really kind of new starting out, and I started meeting all these unique poets and um, really just understanding, you know, when you watch people, then you start to understand, well, who you are and what you what you want to bring in. They, you know, just kind of help help you embrace your style of where you like to be presented. And um, he and I just talked, man. You know, we just talked, um, and we didn't necessarily talk about anything about poetry. Just just life, you know. Uh, last time I saw him was probably about that I spoke when it was probably about four years ago, and at, at the South Shore Culture Center was an event up there. And my wife and I ran on and. Uh, so when I found out about it, because I knew he had been he he had been uh, going through some things then, and um, so you just it's something when you when you get up there and you see on Facebook, uh, you know, condolences, and I'm like, what? And I was I know I was one of the people that tried to contact you too, Black, because I'm like, wait a minute, you know, and um, but. Hey man, um, again, condolences to to his family, man. I didn't want to spend anything. I just, you know, just just to remember him, man, and um, honor and respect him because, like I said, man, he was he was just he was just different. His his flow was different. His the way he carried himself was different. And um, again, you always take something from. Every good poet that you that you meet, uh, style, presentation, delivery, you take all of those things and you incorporate incorporate it into who you are, and that's how you find your voice. That's how I find my voice, and just listening. And it didn't have to be just be um, males; it was females also. But um, brother O, Nina, Black, appreciate you guys, man. Black, thanks for sending me to send me out this text. I said I definitely. Definitely got a call in, so I don't want to take up too much more time. But uh, rest in peace, uh, Armand Rock. All right, love you, bro. Tell Barbara we said hey. Absolutely, love you back, man. Give, give our love to Black Isis. Okay, we'll do. We'll do. Gary, um, sir, man, it's good to hear you, bro. Three D. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Tell old Barbara I said hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh man. Uh, let me see who we got next. Who we got next? Who we got next? That's right. Two six seven six seven eight. I'm gonna come for you one more again. I'm gonna come for you one more again. State your name and where you calling from. Two six seven six seven eight. Going once, going twice. All right. Maybe they don't the building. All right. Uh, two six seven six. Oh, I just said it. Okay. Two and a half. Eight seven two. Three 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 eight seven two three three three. State your name. Where you calling from? Yeah, Nina. Nina, you gotta check your text messages. We have a whole new list of numbers. That's why I said you gotta check your text message. She she updated the list um, in the um, group text with me, you, and Brother O, and her in there. And while she's looking at that, you know, let me just say again for those who tuned in tonight, thank you for tuning in to the four-time national award-winning POET Radio Voices Behind the Pins. And tonight we're dedicating this to our brother, Armin Ra, who passed um, one of the kings of poetry, the godfather of poetry, um, the Poe Black Widow's son. We're going back, y'all. I don't know if y'all, 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 y'all can go back that far with me in those days. 
But let's go ahead and turn turn it back over to Miss Nina Purple Rain so she can get on the next call. Right. I'm going to say y'all numbers now. If y'all alone here, y'all need to say something. Take your phone off of mute. Once you hear you unmute it, that's your chance to go and say who you are and where you're calling from. We're going to try this again. 708-654. 708-654. State your name and where you're calling from when you hear you unmuted. Seven zero eight six five four. Okay, on to the next one. Three one two. Okay, now you have to share something in two three. Okay, okay, eight three two four three three. Eight two three two four three three. I'm here. Eight three two four three three. Okay, state your name. Where you calling from? Hello? I don't know what they are, hey. but let's get seven 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 three six hundred on the line. I know she's on there. Seven seven three six hundred. We we know who this is, purple. Let's get seven seven three six hundred on the line, Jax. Okay, seven seven three six hundred. State your name, where you calling from? Hey everybody. Hello. Hey. Miss Vision, how hey. are you? I am well. You know, it's a thing. Um, the phone does not say you're unmuted. So uh, just to let y'all know, because usually uh, I didn't know that you can talk because the phone usually says that. So uh, just to let y'all know, just in case um, we interrupt people well, probably we did, not talking. What we, did was, um, what we did was we unmuted everybody. So everybody's actually oh. unmuted, you know, as opposed to everybody oh, okay. being unmuted. And we unmute people individually. We just unmuted everybody. So right now, um, you got the floor. Oh, okay. hello. Hi, how you doing? This is a uh, vision um, calling in to, um, you know, uh, for many reasons. But one of the the top one was for Amin Ra, um, known him for twenty five years. Um, met him. Uh, kicked it with him when we were doing uh, Dina Dean set on 22nd Street. You know, she had a set. Uh, we did uh, uh, Runaway Wordsmith while I was uh, I, I was um, auditioning to be one of their uh, Runaways. Um, we did some, some pieces all over the city of Chicago. Um, I hired him uh, on at Youth Guidance where he was um, a teacher uh, we taught uh, poetry to kids at uh, Inglewood High School. Uh, we uh, did that for well, several years. Um, he came back and, and worked in the GAL program over at Cook, uh, teaching them young sisters. Um, we were in shows together. Uh, we uh, did some shows, Battle of the Sexes. We did a lot of other things, and we just had some really, really good talks just on the phone, just talking about his life and what he'd been through and all the things that he has seen. And, you know, that's many years of just conversations on top of conversations. It's one of the things that uh, Amara loves is for you to know who he is, right? Good, bad, or indifferent, he wanted you to know. 
so he, he spoke it in his words, he spoke it in his mannerisms, and he definitely spoke it in his poetry and his um and so it's it's a beautiful understanding when you can get to know a man like um about his his wife that he loved and his children that he loved and his mom and his and his family. He was a he was a a, a Renaissance man, right? Just being a part of that. And um, I will miss and adore him daily because he was a big part of the poetry community, but he was also a big part of my life, just uh, inspiring kids and inspiring me to become a better writer, always. Thank you so much for that vision. And um, we would have three-way conversations sometimes for hours, Amira, Vision, and myself. and. Um, you know, everybody had their own separate relationship, you know, their brother, um, brotherhood and their sisterhood relationship, you know, with that brother. And, and like when I say everybody, it was a small circle of people that he communicated with on a regular basis, although there was a external larger family outside of that. But when we're talking about personal information and what you're personally going through, he only had you know, a few people that he would talk like that to, and Vision was one of those persons, you know. So uh, I appreciate you, Vision, just for just being, you know, around, being that sounding board in that ear, you know, during his uh, during his time. We're going to bring Nice back on um, to say a few words um, before she has to go. She's at work right now. Uh, niece, you have the floor. Yes, Unc. Um, um, I wanted to ask this question. Was Vision the person that introduced my father to the after-school um, thing? Yes. Um, yes. Okay. Um, I would like to thank you personally for that, Miss Vision, my dad. That's one of the favorite jobs that my father had. It was That, that was his mm-hmm. therapy. That was his way of giving back. You know, he enjoyed that very much, so I wanted to personally thank you for that. Um, I also wanted to say I am am at work technically. I snuck away to do this, and my boss and everybody knows, but I'm I'm, I'm still my dad's daughter. I'm a natural-born hustler, and this is kind of like my therapy of kind of, you know, trying to get back to a little bit of Normalcy, I guess my normalcy is will never be normal again because I did just lose my best friend. But I wanted to tell you all once again, thank you. And to the person, I don't remember the guy's name who was saying that my father was dressed uh, always nice. You also have to give homage and praise to my grandmother for that. I don't know if you guys know, my dad used to be a model for sex fifth. So, and that has every, everything to do with my grandmother. I don't know if you guys ever paid attention to how she dressed, but when she dressed, she steps, okay? So I definitely must have to say that those things come from my grandmother. We are very much into fashion and very much into the arts. But once again, I would like to thank you all for the honor, and it is an honor and a privilege to be amongst so many people that truly and genuinely love my father because there was times where he would tell me that he didn't feel like a lot of people actually understood or heard who he was. So there is a great privilege to know that people actually understood, and I, and I can hear it from my own ears, you understand? So now I hope that he is 
able to hear all of this and feel comfortable in the work that he has done and the shoes and the footprints that no one will ever be able to feel. But, you know, he led a pathway so that people can follow. And I thank you for that. That was the daughter of Amin Ra Shahara. And um, again, we're celebrating his life tonight. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not, we not mourning his death, we're celebrating his life. And um, I'm just so proud of you again, niece, because I remember when they brought her home from the hospital. You know, I remember as a little girl, you having to walk with devices on, you know, getting your steps and everything together. So, you know, your uncle been around, girl, for a long time. I've seen, well, seen a lot, of your, lot yes, of your sir. journey. Yes, but I, I want to say yes, I love man. you from the bottom of my heart. I'm here with you every step of the way, you know. I mean, you talk about every day or twice a day yeah. now. <laughs> You yeah. know, but um, uh, my, I will let you know that my father appoint he appointed me to so many people, but you are one of my main instructions to go to, along with Brother Minister Durrell, and I I'm going to keep you know in touch with you. Like this is going this be this is going to go. Our relationship is going to be go beyond just um this you understand what i'm saying i i want to be able to still be connected to you i didn't i didn't realize how much my dad placed people in my life for a reason but i know that there's a divine reason for everybody and i'm going to utilize whatever i feel that that reason is because i know you are a genuine person and my father saw that so i love you unc and I have before, to definitely go, you guys. Before up, you go, give me, give me 60 seconds before you go. Ladies and gentlemen, those who are here on the radio on Voices Behind the Pins, my mentor is on the line, Brother Minister. We call him Sax Preacher. Some call him Sax Preacher. We call him Brother Minister. Uh, before you go, I just wanted Brother Minister to say a few words of encouragement to you, Shahara. And... Um, we have a long connection right here, us three that's on this line right now. I mean, this this is the roots, the origin, and the beginning of the artistry career and the launch pad. Brother Minister, if you could say a few words to Sister Shahar. Uh, okay, so I don't know, is this a radio program? Yes, it is. This is Voices Behind the Pins, and you called just in time. Oh, but I had to know what I was <laughs> what I was being involved in. Right. It's but, a... uh, actually, I'm going to call you, Shahara, and maybe really talk to you about something. But uh, basically, uh, just be strong and and be. I think Bruce Lee said it better. You know, if if uh, if you don't know how to bend mm. with men, it'll break you. So what you're dealing with is the winds, you know, of time and the winds of different things that's going on in the world. And sometimes things that you can't change, you have to bend with it. Mm. So hurricane blowing all them palm trees down there in Florida. But the ones that survived was the ones that bent with mm. the wind of that hurricane. And they survived. So some things you can change and the things you can't change, you got to bend a little. 
so you won't break. That's what I would say. Wow, that's deep. I'm feeling that. I'm letting you know right now. I'm feeling that. That, that's very, that's very, uh, that's very interesting that you said that because this thing that I'm trying to, I'm, I'm like a stone right now, brother Vanessa. I'm like mm-hmm. a stone. I don't know about bending at this in particular point in time. I gotta answer God about that, okay? And I'm gonna, I'm gonna pray to God about that bending situation because I'm like a stone at this point in time. All right, I ain't even gonna, I'm not gonna front. I'm still here. This this practice that take a lot of practice. Get up yeah, early in the morning. At five o'clock, I'm cool. That's right. Yes, sir, I will. I will. Okay, listen, I thank you for letting go. Thank you for calling in. And on behalf of everybody that called in, everybody who's listening, I'm pretty sure I speak for them. We love you, and we're praying for you, and we're here for you and the family. Thank you, thank you, thank you all. Um, yeah. All right, guys. You guys be blessed. Have a good night. Okay. Okay, good. I'm gonna go ahead and turn it back over to Nina Purple Rain and Brother Minister, I'll be calling you back. Yes, sir, please do. Peace. Peace. Okay, guys, I want to thank you for tuning in to the National Four Time Award winning COEC Radio. This is your award winning voices behind the pins. We're here each and every Monday night, nine Eastern, eight Central, seven Mountain and Six Pacific. Check the local time zones. So you guys can tune in with us. What we're going to do is I'm going to uh, announce the two things that are going on this weekend, uh, October 21st. That is Friday. Friday, October 21st, we're going to be celebrating the legacy of Armand, Amon Ra, McWilliams, balloon release, October 21st, 2022 at 6 o'clock p.m. The address is 7844 South Normal Avenue. The colors that their family is asking everyone to wear is royal blue and yellow. Yellow, that's on, also, well, not really necessarily wear that, but those are the colors of the balloons, uh, royal blue, blue and yellow. Um, that's going to be um, October the 21st. Then October the 22nd, which is that Saturday. Uh, hold on one second, guys. Which is that Saturday. We're going to be honoring the legacy of Armand. Armin Rod McWilliams, who was born March the seventh, okay, March the thirteenth, nineteen seventy-one, passed away October 9th, two thousand twenty-two. We're gonna be say so join us for our memorial service, Fedoras and Flow, a spoken word experience. Gonna be Saturday, October twenty-second, two thousand twenty-two. The address is twelve forty-six West 127th Street. That's in Calumet Park, Illinois. It's going to be from 3.30 to 6. If you guys need that information again, get in contact with myself. Just let me know that you need it again so you can write it down. Get in contact with uh, Black Ice Brother O. We'll all have this information for you guys. So the next caller coming to the line, 708 708-654. 708-654, ready to get on? Yes, hello. This Chi Chi, I was just uh, calling. I knew of him, but not that well. I just seen him a few times and what have you. And we all know God knows what's best, you know, and stuff. And uh, my condolences to his daughter and everyone. And I knew he was an excellent uh, poet and spoken word uh, artist and an excellent dresser. 
All right. Go ahead, two keys. <laughs> okay. Um, That's about it. Okay. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your kind words. Okay, I'm going to go to Chicago, hopefully we'll see him this weekend. Uh, I don't know if we asked Chi-Chi if she wanted to do a poem or not. I know we just said thank you. I don't know if she wanted to do one or not, but um, let's find out where we are in the lineup. And Chi-Chi, if you're still on, text me. Let me know if you wanted to do a poem or not. Um, let's find out where we at. Jackie, put in the text message how many um, callers we have left. I know we're nearing the end of our show. Let's give Brother O another chance, though, to say a few words. Uh, as well, I know um, this is a different format, and we didn't go into commenting after every caller because we had so many callers, but we definitely want to give our brother, Brother O, a chance to say because um, this brother and Amin Ra were both in the Overcomer of the Year category, along with you too, uh, Nina Purple Rain. But um, Brother O, one of his wishes was, he said, man, if I don't get it, I hope Brother Amin Ra gets it. So um, Brother O, you have um, you have the floor um, Jackie, we'll be communicating with you in the text message. Let us know what we got. Brother O? Um, I'd like to uh, say that what I'm in Rod taught was he taught me how to, he taught me the lessons of never giving up. Oh, even though he was battling cancer, that brother never gave up. And because of that, I'm going through a sit- the situation with my heart transplant and everything. He 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 gave me that that the wherewithal to say, listen, I may be going through this right now, but I'm going to battle every step of the way. And he uh he inspired me just as much as as I inspired him, you know. It's it just just a that radio me. He said, "Brother, you're a little miracle, right? But you have to, you have to, you have to." He said, "You have to uh, do something with do something with that. You call yourself a little miracle. You need to go out there and tell your story, brother." That's what he he he, he told me this, and at the time I it didn't register, but then later on, as I thought about it, I'm like. If this if this man in uh fight cancer, he can go through anything. And that mm-hmm. man left an impression on an impression on me. He was a, he was a, he was a he was a uh sharp dresser and his poetry, he was a master of metaphors. 
and he could write about anything. And and the brother, he was just that he was real. He was upfront. He was honest. He was straightforward. But I appreciated that. I think thank God for putting a brother like that in my life to to know that whatever show you go through, you never give up. That's my commentary. Praying for his wife and his daughters. Just praying for their strength as they lost their loved one. Know it's rough, but you get you get through it one day at a time. That will be my advice to them. That's it. Absolutely. Let's get Nina Purple Rain on. You go ahead and um, say your final comments about our brother Amin Ra before we close out, and then I'll follow you. Um. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I mean, I I gotta keep it one hundred. Um, it's really, I it's it's hard to believe um that he's not here. When I when I got the news, I was on the phone with Prolific, and I just heard Prolific. She kept saying, "Sis," I'm like, "What?" She kept saying, "Sis," I'm like, "What?" She was like, "No," I'm like, "No what?" And it was she, she was the one who told me because she was reading a post from his page. It was, you know, from his page that he had passed away. And I literally dropped the phone and started screaming like, no. Um, he was just such a powerful person. And what I loved about him was his brutal honesty. If he didn't like you, he's going to let you know in such a respectful, nice, but nasty way that he did not like you. He was not, there was nothing phony or fake or pretending about him. Everything about him was just real and genuine and honest. And that's what makes me respect him the way that I did um, was because he was just, he was just a good person. He really was, man. And the conversation, like I remember when we was at the day, like when we was at the Kings of Queens and he was sitting behind me. It was just a look. We we call ourselves the cut up corner because it was me, him, Dina, Dean. We all were sitting like around, like with, like in our little huddle, like with each other, and just, just the conversations and the little miniature cyphers we was having while we was waiting on our turn to be called to the stage. It was just we had a ball. We had a ball, man, and just to share those laughs and everything with him just means so much to me. Even at the Daily Center, I was walking on a on a walker. Cause I had just got all my toes amputated, and he was like, "Nina," he was like, "What's what's going on with your foot?" And I was like, "Bro, I just got all my uh, my toes amputated on my birthday." He's like, "In May?" I was like, "Yeah." I said, like, "What you re- you remember my birthday or something?" He was like, "Yeah, the twenty fourth, twenty fifth, one of them days." I was like, "Yeah." And then I was like, "I just got my toes amputated." He was like, "You know what? I ain't gonna lie to you." I said, like, "You all right?" He said, yeah, we're going to have to share that, 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 that walker. I said, come on. You get one side, I get one side. We're going to walk together. We're going to do this together. Just, you know what I'm saying, just like little, little stuff like that. Like, like they say, it, it don't matter how long you lived your life. What matters is what you did with your life while you was here. And I just want to say he did a damn good job with his life while he was here. Because if he didn't, we all wouldn't have these great memories of him that we do. So I just want to say rest in peace. I'm going to miss him so much. 
he's gone, but he's definitely not forgotten as, as long as we, you know, got something to do with it. I'm going to make sure that his memory goes on in my own little way. But, um, yeah, that's, I, I, that's, 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 that's all I got to say. He was a great person, man. He really was. Mm-hmm. That's good. Um, I met Amira probably when I was about 15, 16 years old. And uh, I remember us coming up in the rap game on the south side of Chicago. I'm from Inglewood, and he's from Auburn Gresham. And a pocket in Auburn Gresham called Boys Town around 79th and Vincennes, right? So, you know, the mutual ground was Sax Preacher's Place. You know, it was Temple of Music Association, and we both you know, eventually joined that. I remember actually we battled at Westcott Grammar School when we were teenagers. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I ain't going to say who won that battle, but, uh, you know, he'll t- <laughs> he would have told you who won that battle. <laughs> but um, he often said Ice was the only person that I ever lost the battle to. But I'm pretty sure if we would have battled um, now, he would have gotten me. <laughs> but um, I love the brother. We went to the Million Man March together, so yesterday was bittersweet for me because 27 years ago yesterday, we were on the bus and sitting on the mall in Washington with one another, and um, we just had a long legacy of history. You know, when things fell apart, I couldn't personally understand why things went the way they went for a moment because of of where we came from, you know, and, and the history that we have with one another, but I'm glad that um, we were able to reconcile the last few years, and I think it started maybe around 2015, 2016, when we had our first National Spoken Word Awards, and I asked them, I said, hey, bro, um, we want to honor you at the National Spoken Word Awards with the, with the Kings of Poetry Award. This was the only award that we gave out for a King of Poetry Award at the National Spoken Word Awards, and that was that year, the first year, in 2016. And he came and he accepted it, and he did a speech. It's on YouTube. I'm pretty sure, Brother O, you were there. Um, this was at a hibachi grill on 83rd and Cicero. But after that time, you know, we, we there were certain things that we just never agreed upon, but we were able to put our differences to the side. One of the last messages I got from him um, as far as – the inbox is concerned, um, and I think I, I think I just sent it to you all, but I'm going to read it to you. And this is this meant so much to him. He wrote me. He said, "Get him. We the last of a dying breed." He said, "Thanks for what you did for the culture." I said, "I appreciate that, fam. I know that we didn't always see eye to eye." He said, I'm thinking about how you went down to Atlanta and you didn't compromise the Chicago scene while others went and brown-nosed. I said, if I wasn't going to do it here, I damn sure wasn't going to do it there. So we were two brothers that we we felt about what we felt, about, you know, about whatever it was we felt about it. We expressed it. We agreed what we could agree, disagreed what we just didn't agree. Um, somebody may have to mute your phone. We're hearing a lot of feedback. But um, nevertheless, um, God put us in a position where 
I was one of the few people from the poetry scene that he spoke with, you know, during his dying days. And I would always thank God for just allowing me to be in that role, not allowing me to be bitter or spiteful or revengeful or anything like that. And I hope people look at our relationship in the poetry community, me and Dina Dean's relationship as a, as a sign that we ain't got a lot of time. All these petty grudges and all these petty differences, we need to put all those things to the side. And there's a bigger picture here. Our children are out there dying. And the reason why they're killing each other is because they're looking at us and we can't get along. So what makes you think they're going to be able to get along if we can't get along? So we need to get along not just for ourselves, but for those generations that's coming behind, behind us. So this is the way we're going to close out, brothers and sisters. Close out with Amin Ra himself. Let's go. Got an Arbor attitude with an Inglewood state of mind. Aggression delivery, look inside, you will find a pullman understanding with a challenge design, a Jeffrey mannerism that would show itself in time. I'm from the block where Ben Wilson blood stained the streets. A block or two away from where Fluky Stokes, son, wimp, blood-stained, robber motel sheets. A neighbor to hood or two away from where Jennifer Hudson's family saw the heat. A quarter mile or so away from where D-Wade's nephew felt real heat. I burned Inglewood, where burners burn flesh like wood, and crooked cops are up to no good. So soldiers embrace their hoods like Southern Christian rednecks did the KKK. So AK spray like aerosol. The vowing, the ozone layer of your self-esteem. That's why I got to spit this meme. That's why I mean mug mics in the studio. I got to be mean. In a city that won't give you your D-roses unless you could dribble a ball until your ACL is torn. First time in my life to see white folks sad to see a brother from Inglewood fall. They call my neighborhood Boys Town, B-O-Y-Z-T-O-W-N, 79th and Ben Sins. I'm from the Boys Town where... The women carry Bibles because their son carry rifles. They know how long they're going to grow to be men and survive the summertime. Why do they love to kill in the summertime? Because when heat rises, heat rises like mercury, like dicks in the morning that got to pee. So the youth run from the dicks riding around in the Ford Mercury chasing the youth rocking 10 dickies in the streets. Can you blame them? Them cats will shoot at a funeral home. One false move, have them put two in your dome. I'm from Chicago, in the land that invented the drive-through restaurant and the drive-through funeral service. Because whether beef or burger, McDonald's or Gatlin's, beef or burger equals murder. With teachers striking, school attendants quit. After getting upset with all that bull, that's why I spit hard. I gotta spit hard, like a bit of baby mama on link. Mad, cause a man got pointed out in a lineup. So I write metaphors daily and keep my lines up, like a D-boy working a trap. Why? Because he got to pay for his court fees. Can't get a decent job with a felony. Plus, he think he can't nothing to do with shorties. Yeah, I write for them. Not for you. Those of you whom it may concern, the eye neck rollers at the porch, he said. Looking me up and down like, who this guy think he is? <laughs> you ever learn. And when I write these rhymes, that's why I write for skills. Lucky for you, I don't gangbang no more. So I dress to kill. That tie, that tie to a Colombian necktie. Picture those loafers walking across your graves. That watch, that watching because I'm trying to grind and shine. Man, I iced it out because I want to freeze this moment in time. I popped that bottle celebrate being alive. 
not to show off in the club, but that's what me and my guy Pedal did when he was still alive. So Pedal, Stack, Rock, I'm going to do this for you. And I'm going to keep shining on until my life force passes through. A hard burn attitude in the Inglewood state of mind. Aggression, delivery, look inside, you will find. A Chatham demeanor with a Pullman design. A Jeffrey mannerism that will show itself in time. Ah, man. In the purple ring. Yo. Man, that just touched my soul, man. Oh, I man. felt like he was right. He was standing in my front room <laughs> delivering that piece, man. I started yeah, to say, drop the mic. I started to drop the mic and exit stage left. God damn. Wow. 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 I ain't going to lie. It was cold because I was looking at I was like, I was. I meant to ask you that earlier. Is it a way that we can play one of his pieces to end tonight? And you read my mind. That's why we brothers and sisters. You remind, You read my mind. That That's a way. That's. <laughs> hey, I'll stick a fork in me. I'm done, y'all. Hey, it's, the show's I'm, over. I'm, I'm, I'm done, too. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> well, I want to get to, I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to be fair. Uh, 224-587, you still there? You want to say a few words right quick? Yo, I just want to say, yo, this June June was good, everybody. It was a great show. I just want to yeah. say, everybody come out. Y'all can hear me? Yeah. yeah. Sir. Everybody, y'all come out this Saturday. Black Guy is going to be DJing. I'm going to be hosting. We're going to have a couple of performances and an open mic so people can say their piece. Come through and let's celebrate Amin Ra and give him the flowers that he deserves. All of us love him. Let's go show him some love. This Saturday, um, the information is on Facebook. It's on uh, Morissetta. His his wife is, is on her page. It's on uh, Brenda Woods. It's on her page. It's on my page. It's going to be on Black Ice page. Is is hey let's 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 really really come together as a community and celebrate each other right and let this be the beginning of us celebrating each other and doing amazing things together. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's go. But hey, y'all had a great show, man. Today it was it was a great show. You know what I'm saying? I, I appreciate what everybody said. You know what I'm saying? That was, it was it was beautiful words. This was this was a beautiful, beautiful show. You know what I'm saying? Is this Jojo? Yeah. This is Jojo. I just said that. This is Jojo. If I sound kind of, you know, New York, I just got back from there. So, hey, but this is Jojo. Ain't nobody like a Jojo. I thought you said your name was Jim. I'm about to say, Jim, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Nina Purple no. Rain, if you could read off one more time the information for this Saturday real quick I and mean. Friday and tomorrow. Okay. okay, let's get it, y'all. Let's get it. Let's get it. Okay, so this is what we're going to do. Um, Saturday, we're going to start with Saturday first. Saturday, October 21st, we're going to be celebrating the legacy of Armand Aben Rob McWilliams. Balloon release is going to be October 21st uh, at 4 o'clock that's, p.m. That's, 
And that's Friday. Go ahead. That's Friday. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. Friday. Sorry, Friday, October twenty first at four p.m. Um, seventy eight forty four South Normal. The colors of the balloon, guys, is royal blue and yellow. So make sure you guys bring royal blue and yellow balloons. That's going to be Friday. Saturday, we're going to be honoring the legacy of Amin, Am- Amon Amin Rodney Williams. Birthday, March 13, 1971. Passed away October 9, 2022. Uh, is going to be uh, join us for the memorial service for Doris and Flo, a spoken word experience. It's going to be October 22nd. Uh, 1246 West 127th Street. That's in Calumet Park, Illinois, from 3.30 to 6. Please make sure you guys come, show your love. Let's honor this awesome brother, man. And then Tuesday, tomorrow, for the Truth Hour Bible class study, a weekly Bible class, going to be honoring Amin Ra as well. Um, When will we see our loved ones again? That's going to be the title of the show. It's going to be dedicated to Amin Ra, the godfather of poetry, with MC Maine and Amin Ra. We're going to be honoring them tomorrow. So um, make sure you guys tune in on the same now you know, show. Now, you know MC Maine is the same person as Amin Ra. That was just his rap name. You know that, right? So that picture that you <laughs> oh, see up there. Right. Right. It's <laughs> you like, we're going to be honoring both of them. Right. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh. Hey y'all, y'all. Hey, that's all right. That's okay. We're gonna be honoring the the MC side, the poetry side, the the fatherhood <laughs> side. We're gonna be honoring Absolutely. all the sides of you right. Y'all already know it's gonna be lit. It's other right week. That's yeah. right. So right. We, so before we get out of here, we normally do positive words every Monday. And I'm sorry, this word just came to me. Um, so today's positive word that we're going to be um, giving our take on is the word legacy. So yeah. before, we get up, before we get up out of here, um, Brother O, what's your take on the word? Well let's go well let's go to the callers first before we go to the host. So I know we got Queen DeBoer on the line, we got June June on the line, Jackie is on the line. So let's go to the callers first. And if there's any other callers, what we want to do is get your feedback on legacy. So what basically you'll be telling us what is what legacy means to you. And uh we keep an Amin Ra in our minds as we answer the question. So ladies first, Queen DeBoer, legacy. What does legacy mean to you? She's still on? Okay, well, let's go with Jack. Jackie, um, legacy is our word, a positive word for the day. What does legacy mean to you? All right, I guess everybody's on mute. Uh, what about June June? Is June, June still out there? Yeah, y'all can hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Go ahead. Legacy. Nobody's what, on me. I'm sorry. Uh, Queen okay, okay. okay, nobody's on me. I think that was Jackie, right? Jackie, go ahead. Give us your feedback on Lex. Go ahead. Give my feedback on what? 
legacy on the word legacy. Mm. I didn't have no feedback. Um, mm. Wow. Uh, Um, you know, I didn't know Brother Rod like that, but I do know he was a legend. A legend to me is somebody, you know, that is a world changer, somebody that leaves something for everybody to remember, whether it's a memory, uh, something they used to say, just something that they did in the world. They they did something to change the world or they did something to leave their name behind and for us to keep the name going. And what they did or whatever they did or what they said we keep it alive because that's them that's still here thank you so much june june legacy what's your thoughts on the word legacy i think everybody whether they conscious of it or not everybody leaves a legacy the legacy is the people that loved you the people you touched the people you reached that's your legacy Every day that you live your life, you should live your life adding to your legacy. And I think people think that only a selective few or you have to be a super great person to have a legacy, and that's not true. The legacy is everybody that's attached to you, that you, that, that, that you touched, that loved you, all of that is your legacy. You create. You the author. You create your own legacy. That's what a legacy is. Amen. So let's go to Vision. Vision, what's your feedback on legacy? Legacy. Legacy is when you teach a, a bunch of people your talents, your gifts. Legacy is when you change the the way people think that they're uh, that that you cause a paradigm shift in the way people react and uh, interact with not just you but others around you. Legacy. I think legacy is when generation after generation after generation continues to honor you and the way they uh, where they speak, the way they walk. The way they um, they had it, right? The way their life is, and so I think Amara created a legacy in the schools and the way uh, the kids wrote and how they write. And um, there was a couple of kids that called him dad, and they didn't even know that um, that Amara had uh, passed away. And when I when I inboxed and asked some of the kids to speak, they couldn't even speak. They couldn't even call in. They just they didn't even know. And so they they may show up. For his event, that's legacy when you can get to, you can meet a kid at 16 and at, at, at 27, 28, they are breaking down in tears. That's legacy. Um, legacy is when um, you can walk and people respect you because of um, just who you are as a man, who you are as a person, and uh, who he never, never, ever backed down from a, uh, what he said, I never backed down from a fight. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you got the right, when you, you're on the side of right. And so um, he created that legacy for everyone to remember him by. Um, that he always going to give it to the way it is. 
And so I think that's um, Amin Ra's legacy, that we remember that uh, that's who he was. Good, better, and different. That's who he was. Thank you for that. Is there anybody else on the line before we go to the host that would like to comment on what they feel legacy means to them? Is there anybody else on the line? Everyone is unmuted. So don't wait for us to call on you or your name to speak. You can speak now. All right. With that being said, let's go to Brother O. Brother O, your uh, feedback on what legacy is to you. I think the, what the word legacy means is the impact you have on people while you are living. Uh, I just wanted to say that years ago I was asked the question, Brother O, what will your legacy be? I guess my legacy would be inspiring people to achieve their level of greatness despite what they're going through right now. And uh, I just wanted to say that Brother Ahmed Raj, his legacy to me is not giving up without a fight. I just wanted to say that uh, my, my parents came up here this weekend to see me in the hospital. They said, they told me this, and I remember my mom told me this. She said, live your life to the point where your funeral is packed, where your memorial service is packed. The impact that this, the brother had on me was he never gave up even while he was battling cancer. And because of that, I'm going to hang in there until I get my new heart. And and I uh, got this hospital. I'm going to re- record, dedicate my poem, A Natural Born Warrior in his memory because his age, that's what his age see was about to me. He never gave up. That man was a warrior, through and through. I just wanted to say that that's a legacy I want to leave behind for future generations. Because he talked about how he left it for the kids. That's it. Because of him, I want to leave a legacy for future generations of artists to follow. That's it. Man, legacy, legacy to me is when you leave your mark in the world. When you left a mark in the world that's so freaking powerful that people walk around, people hear your name, and as soon as they hear your name, they just automatically start smiling. When people can recite a line you said in a poem, when people can say something that you said to them, like some encouraging words uh, to make their day, when people can say a, a verse you said in a song, and you not even knowing that people are doing this when they hear your name. I would, uh, legacy to me means I would rather be memorable to people 
when I'm dead and gone and I'm, I'm I leave this earth, I want people to say, "Damn, I got you know like like y'all like we doing with Amon Ra tonight. We got great memories of him. I would rather be memorable in people's minds more than anything." Like I said earlier, it's not what you, it's not how long you lived your life. That doesn't matter. We can live till we're 100 years old and still ain't never did nothing with your life to leave an impact in other people's lives. But what you did with your life while you were here on this earth, that's what matters all day freaking long is what you did with your life. And I got to say that, like I said, I've been knowing I'm a rock for over 20 years. And as long as I've been knowing him, he's always, I'm talking about always, been like, that's why I, I freaking love him so much because he just, he, he used to call me the radical poet. I, he's like, you say stuff that people don't want to say. I was like, no, I think that's you. But we used to just go back and forth with each other, but he's on some fun, you know, stuff. But I just want to say, man, that he has definitely left an impact in this world. He has definitely left his mark in this world. He has definitely left memorable memories for all of us in this world. He was one to be reckoned with. He really was. You know, it was a lot of people on the poetry scene called themselves having a little poetry beats with him. Why? Probably because he was colder than them. I don't know. But at the end of the day, the man stood his ground. He wasn't going to let nothing or nobody attack him or try to come at him. Because if you did, you better be ready for some words because he has some metaphors and stuff that he'll come back at you with. You know what I mean? So you better get ready to battle him because he's going to battle and he's going to fight all the way to the end and he never gave up. And I remember at the um, Spoken Word Awards show, I said, man, bro, I said, so, man, all of us, I said, so we we on the same little ticket for Overcomer of the Year. I said, but what they don't know is, we don't overcame all these years. So that's what they need to know. We just not an overcomer of the year. We don't overcame all these years. And we started laughing about it. So I just I just want to say God bless everybody on this line, all of y'all, because he has all impacted us in such a way and, you know, gave us great memories, great laughs. And he go down, like I said, as one of the greats. And, uh, yeah, God bless. I, you know, um, everybody that was on this show tonight, those who called in, even the listeners, they just pumped so much energy into the atmosphere. And we can definitely feel the spirit of Amin-Ra, which would never be forgotten and would never be lost. And we would carry that with us uh, all during the days of our life. But the fact that we're on here talking about him now, um, that's legacy within itself. You know, the fact that there are children who are walking around who are better today than they were before they met him, that's legacy. The fact that other artists who graced his presence went back to the drawing board and said, man, I need to work on my craft. I need to study a little bit more. I need to work on my writing. That's legacy. The fact that the guys that he grew up with, who gang-banged with him, the folks in Boys Town, was able to see this man transform his life. And they saw somebody from among them who came out of their own neighborhood. The neighborhood that is said that you were going to be dead or in jail by the age of 21. 
those who ran around with Big Dirk. Y'all know Little Dirk, but see, Big Dirk was over there in the neighborhood when we grew up. This brother survived. This brother was supposed to be dead a long time ago, coming from where we coming from. But God allowed him to be on this earth for 51 years. Why? Because he wanted him to leave a legacy. And what greater legacy than he displayed within these past few years of, of fighting this cancer, coming out of the hospital right after brain surgery and getting on stage at the Kings and Queens of Poetry less than 30 days after having brain surgery and spitting lyrics better than those who were 100% healthy. And so this brother has definitely left a legacy where if you thought that you were going through something or you had something to complain about, go watch his video of him coming out of brain surgery and holding up his black fist, letting y'all know that I'm all right that I can make it, teaching us that, man, if you ever start having problems with your memory, just start reciting your poem, Legacy. Legacy is Amin-Ra. Amin-Ra is legacy. And um, it's something that you can't contain or, or put in a bottle. It's something that's free. He's free now. He's not held back by any whips and chains of cancer, the whips and chains of this world, the whips and chains of these bills that we have to pay every day, the whips and chains of just haters and, 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 and the naysayers. He, he's free. Nothing has held him back. He's overcome all of that. And I'm just waiting till the day till I see that brother again. That's my, that's my thought on legacy. Ooh, y'all don't, man, y'all, y'all been some flamethrowers on this line tonight, baby. I'm talking about some flamethrowers. I remember why we love you. We love you. We love you. We love you. You gone, but you definitely not forgiven. We are, man, we love you to the core, bro. We're going to celebrate you. We're going to love you until we can't celebrate and love no more. This is what we're going to do. So, again, I want to thank you guys for tuning in to the National Four-Time Award-Winning POET Radio. This is your award-winning Voices Behind the Pins. We are here each and every Monday night, 9 Eastern, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific. Just make sure you guys check your local time zones. Again, the balloon release is this Friday. Um, the colors of the balloons are blue and yellow. It's going to be Friday, October 21st at 4 p.m. Again, 7844 South Normal. Um, that's going to be the Boom Release Friday, Saturday. It's going to, we're going to be celebrating the life and the legacy of Amin-Ra. Um, so uh, it's going to be um, Fandoras and Flow, a spoken word experience, October 22nd. That's going to be at 1246 West 127th Street and Calumet Park from 3.30 to 6. You guys, just come out, come out, come out, come out and show your love and show your condolences to the family. And, uh, yeah, so until this week, next time, it's going to be, I said until this, I said until this week, next time, y'all know I'm tired. Until this time, next week, we're going to be here, same bad time, same bad channel. Make sure you guys tune in. It don't stop today. We're here each and every Monday night. Make sure y'all cool call in and uh, get on the line with us, do those hot pieces. And, uh, yeah, so God bless you guys. I pray that you guys have an awesome week. 
I pray that whatever you ask for, it comes to pass. And I love you guys so much unconditionally. Thanks for calling in. And I'll see you guys next week. Good night. Good night. Good night.